Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here on this beautiful Saturday, February the 11th, 2023, to go over an eight-game NBA main slate. Uh, really good stuff today. Lot to consider. Uh, we're on fire here at Coach Talk. We had a member with a massive takedown, and uh, we're using all our advantageous tools here. Um, right before the trade deadline, now after the trade deadline, we have all kinds of players that have moved around. We have trades, injuries, a ton of back-to-backs. We have eight, nine teams on this main slate on the second night of a back-to-back. We're going to break all of that down for you, see how it shakes out, uh, and then come up with some winners for you. We've we've identified who these Winners of the uh, all of this movement would be as far as player-wise, and it has really worked out well for us. Uh, our top two value plays yesterday are what everybody's jumping on today. Mark Williams and Colin Sexton were the two that uh, Deb and I had pointed out yesterday uh, that were in all our lineups. We had a phenomenal performance from SGA yesterday, and we're going to build on that today. We think we've got a tremendous amount of edge here today in building, hand building our lineups. Very excited to do that too, because when we get this edge, I believe, is uh, when you can't just dump everything into an optimizer, spit out you know, a lineup and then utilize that. You have to look at who's moved where, what's going on, who's gonna get minutes, where the usage is going. So we're gonna do all of that, go through the eight games, uh, we're also going to look at defensive efficiency, uh, the rankings for each team, sort of give us a feel for that and the pace of play, which, you know, both come into play very, uh, you know, very big at uh, as far as figuring out possessions and how many DFS points are going to be available. Also, um, we'll look at ownership, and uh, that's a big, you know, a huge plus. We'll take a look at it on DraftKings, FanDuel, and on uh, Yahoo, we play all three here. Also going to throw a few underdog fantasy plays your way. Uh, really, uh, that's an up-and-comer, I think. I know a lot of people have known about it for a long time, but it's a lot of fun. If you look at underdogfantasy.com, uh, uh, really trying to work with them, partner up a little bit in some things, and I'd recommend uh, you give them a try. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a bonus uh, for you here very soon also, and uh, we'll get that out to you for underdogs. So we're going to look at all of those things, break these games down, talk about who's in and out, best pay up, pay down, and value plays, uh, and definitely fades. Uh, that's something that's big. Uh, we've got a lot of people uh, limping in here. It always takes about 10 minutes to get the whole gang in. Uh, we'll check out Discord here, uh, and we'll check out um, the chat to see who's all in here joining us today. Um, we're also going to give away a couple of tickets. We've got uh, at least two tickets that we're going to give away to tonight's action. And if we get up to 100 people concurrently in here, it's going to be a tough uh, chore on a Saturday when everybody's out doing stuff. But if we do, we'll add another couple of tickets to that list. So phone your friends, call the family, send a, you know, a tweet, 
Uh, like and retweet if you're watching live on Twitter. If you're on YouTube, uh, also just give somebody a quick uh, elbow. Say, hey, subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. We'd really super appreciate that without question. All right. Let's take a look at who's in here now. It's a, it's a slow-moving uh, group coming in here. Derek Wilson. Man, I have not seen you in I don't know how many months it seems like, but you are the first one in today. So hello, Derek. Great to have you join us today. Uh, Absolute Power is in the house. How are you, my friend? Uh, EBGS, as we call them, is in here. Booyah to you as well. And uh, Hopefully we get some good folks in here to start spreading the love and getting some winners for our family. All right. If you have questions, post them in here. Once I start giving out tickets, if you are uh, picked, just jump on Twitter. Go uh, to at DFS Coach Talk, DM your PayPal email, and we'll get these tickets out to you. All right, I know everybody's fired up for the Super Bowl tomorrow. That's a big DFS day, big multi-millionaire contest. Remember this, we talk about it all the time. Best time to play NBA is when you get some football money that's in there that people are just taking wild shots with the NBA. So you may get some of that today. So I, you know, load up on your contest today. Tomorrow, there's just two games, but we're going to provide lineups. No podcast tomorrow, but we are going to provide lineups. Uh, It's a 2 o'clock Eastern and a 3 o'clock Eastern game. Memphis, Boston, Detroit, Toronto. So at 1.30 Eastern, we'll be in Discord with our members posting that two-game lineup. Uh, And if you want to, you know, have action there before the Super Bowl, Uh, that would be a great move. You're going to definitely get some fish money in there without question. All right, we've got eight games tonight. Three at 7 o'clock, two at 7.30, one at 8, one at 8.30, and one at 10. So they're spread out uh, pretty good. And, of course, we finish the the night off at 10 o'clock all by itself, an hour and a half after any other start. We get to see Dallas at Sacramento. And it looks as though we're going to see Luca and Kyrie together for the first time. So that is going to be extremely exciting. Uh, can't wait to see how that goes. And, uh, you know, we'll be tuning in for that for sure. All right. Let's start breaking these games down. Let's talk them through, figure out exactly what direction we want to go. Uh, we're going to build uh, some things here uh, that hopefully can uh, get some takedowns. We're not just going wins. We're going takedowns now. Uh, Payne Blank SM, also known as Dead Presidents. How are you, my friend? Davion Cuff, you are the man. Great to have you in here with us as well. Okay, game number one. Let's dive into this right off the bat. And there's a lot to talk about. Charlie, how are you, Charlie? One of my favorite names. I love that name, Charlie. All right. Uh, There's a game that starts an hour before, so there's actually nine games today, but we're not going to be touching on that. It's Philadelphia-Brooklyn. It's an interesting game, though, but uh, we're not going to be messing with that one. Uh, We're going to stick with the eight-game main slate. So the first game at seven, it's the Miami Heat, 31-25, and against the Orlando Magic, 23-33. and 
in this game, a laundry list for Miami. You've got probable tags on Hero, Highsmith, and Vincent. I'm expecting all three to play. And then out, Haslam, Jovich, Lowry, Oladipo, Robinson, and Yurtsevin. For Orlando, we have questionable tag on Gary Harris and an out tag on Chuma Okiki. As far as last night, Miami played, so they're on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, and you know Spolster doesn't like to push his guys over the limit, so definitely has a negative effect for me on this game a bit without question, um, and Orlando is on an island game. Pace of play in this game, slow, of course, for Miami, 28th, and surprisingly slow for Orlando at 17th. You would think with a young team, they, they'd be running, but uh, but they're not. They're trying to get a different type of coach uh, philosophy in there, and they're trying to control ball a little bit. So not as conducive to DFS plays as you'd always think. So something to watch there. Defensively, we know Miami's always up at the, at the top. They're third in defensive efficiency. Orlando, 18th. Uh, coming into this game, Miami's a scant one-and-a-half-point road favorite. Very low uh, number. I expected that to be about three-and-a-half or four. Uh, but here's the, the incredible part. This is the lowest total I've seen in weeks. Two 13-and-a-half in this game. So that is a crawl of a game, no question about it. So do you look at anybody in this game? That's that's a big question. Um, you know, I think Ben Caro is a guy that I would consider, and Fultz would be the other uh, person to consider for Orlando. Those would be the two possibilities. You can go cheaper on Gabe Vincent on the one side if you're looking for value, or if you want to pay up for a hero or a butler, you can do that as well. Um, for me, I'm not going to focus on this game very much. Uh, maybe a one-off uh, of the guys that I mentioned, but really, you know, again, not really a target DFS game. If you can pull a one-off out of it and uh, hit on it, then you're going to have a big edge on the field. There's no question about it. All right, game two, it's the Indiana Pacers, also at 7 o'clock, 25 and 32 at the Washington Wizards. 25 and 29 for Indiana. No Hill, Nawara, or Tice, all new members. Kuzma remains out for Washington. Washington's a home favorite by five and a half, and it is a nice 235 total. So, you know, 21 and a half points higher than the, the first game certainly, uh, you know, requires a little bit of uh, double take here to, to uh, look over these rosters. Indiana is on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Washington is on uh, an island game. And you've got uh, fourth in pace, Indiana, Washington 18th. Defensively, Indiana not very good at 24th. Washington right in the middle of the pack uh, at 15th. So, you know, a lot of possibly strong plays here. Porzingis is getting... Uh, a ton of ownership, especially with Kuzma out. I mean, you know, always a decent play in a situation like that against a team like Indiana. I think Porzingis is a nice play. I'm not going to quite go there. He's a little too expensive for me. Uh, with Bradley Beal in there, you know, that's going to take some of the usage back away. 
Uh, Denny Avdi is the guy at his price still remains fair enough and uh, he's really produced. So, you know, if there's anybody in this game I'd go to, it would probably be Avdi. I think he's a, a value spot. For Indiana, certainly Halliburton has to be, you know, ranked three or four in there as far as point guards on this slate. He is a little expensive, uh, but I expect him to, you know, be at the top of his game. They're going to need him to really produce. Uh, also, Miles Turner, I don't think's uh, a bad play here either. We know he can stack up some blocks and, uh, you know, get those uh, periphery points uh, to help pull him up into uh, where he can be pretty dangerous. So uh, those are the spots that I would look to go in those first two games. All right, quick check. Uh, let's see who else has joined. Um, let's see. Derek Wilson, we know, was the first one in there. Jugakushti, Jugakushti first is now in here. Blank Man, hello, Blank Man. Great to see you. Haven't seen you in months either. Welcome to the family. Welcome back. Love to have you in here. Oh, no, I'm alone, so I have to. No, uh, Deb said I can call you Jeff C. So there you go, Jeff C. Fantastic. What's the targets for today? I'm going to be sharing those as we go through here. I have, as of right now, a core build of four guys that I'm looking uh, to at Target. Um, we have not gotten to any of those yet, but I'll share those. I also have a fifth that I'm going to share. So that core is what we're going to be working on today and talking about and building around. So we will break that down for sure. Uh, throughout this podcast, uh, and we'll talk about those payups, and we'll take a, a talk about any other directions we go. So we will get to those, Jeff C. King of all trades, great to have you in here. Love the Saturday vibes, my friend. Uh, keep uh, hitting elbows with somebody. Uh, hopefully we get everybody in here. I know a boy from Cali, I think, has something going uh, today, so he's not in here with us as normal. But uh, hopefully we'll get some other folks in here. No Josh, Crash, Davis, or Deb. How about that, man? Wow. Um, that's okay. I'm, my feelings aren't hurt at all. <laughs> but, uh, no, let's keep rolling. Uh, the third 7 o'clock game, so we have three of them. So you're going to have to have six of these teams figured out before lock. Not going to be uh, able to do quite as much. Uh, shifting after lock, although there are five games at the 7.30 mark and later. But Denver, uh, of course, we have two massive pieces of news that we do not have yet. And if we get these pieces of news, by the way, and they pop when we're in this podcast, please post them uh, here in chat so we can update that. But the big two pieces of news that I'm talking about are for Denver. Two key starters, Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon, both questionable. So that, you know, will shift the slate quite a bit um, if they're in or out. Uh, if they sit, I think the Joker has to be elevated to the number one play on the, on the card. If they both play, Joker's not going to be my number one pay-up selection. So again, we're going to have this news because it's the first set of games. So that's very comforting. So it will be a major shift for me to one of my buy-ups will be benched and I'll go to the Joker 
if Murray and Gordon sit. If uh, Gordon sits and not Murray, I still may go to the Joker. But if Gordon's in, uh, I'm not sure. I think, you know, if, if both are in or just Gordon's in, it may tweak me over to one other buy up over top of uh, the Joker. But again, I think he's a great play either way going against Charlotte. The question will be, can that game stay close? Also, Denver has Thomas Bryant, who they just picked up from the Lakers. He's questionable, so we'll need that news. Uh, Gillespie and Najee are out. For Charlotte, uh, newly acquired Reggie Jackson is out. Uh, he's, I think that he's going to be a buyout, personally. Cody Martin's out. Kelly Oubre remains out. Uh, so everybody's jumping on my Mark Williams. He was, of course, my triple secret squirrel pick of the day yesterday. I've been all over him. Now everybody's flocked to him. He's like one of the highest owned guys on the slate. But he's still way too low. He's going to get big minutes. And uh, I would prefer Gordon being out because that does open up some things in the paint a little bit. When Joker and Gordon are in there, it gets a little little tough in there. I will say Thomas Bryan, if he does play, is not a good defender, so that would help a little bit uh, as well. Still on Mark Williams again, I think LaMelo Ball's the other obvious play. He's very expensive, but certainly uh, somebody that we have to look at here. Charlotte's on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, so that's the only tiny thing that scares me about LaMelo Ball. We know he's had a lot of trouble with his lower legs, uh, ankle, calf, that kind of thing. So I want to play him. I've got him in one of my preliminary lineups, but it is a back-to-back -back for them, and uh, we're going to watch that closely and make some decisions there. It is an island game for Denver. Denver's 20th in pace, Charlotte's 8th, so it is a pace up. Uh, for Denver, defensively, uh, you've got the 17th-ranked Nuggets, which is amazing. I mention that all the time, that they're in the – but second half of defensive efficient teams, yet they're over 20 games over 500. So offense does win in the regular season, but not in the playoffs. So be ready for that. Charlotte, we know, is not good at all defensively. They're 25th. So it does make you want to lean towards, uh, you know, going for a nugget here. KCP's played decently. His minutes are pretty safe. Uh, that's a guy that you can look for in a pinch for a value play uh, as well. All right, those are the first three games. Uh, let's see. Travis Wyndham. Hello, sir. Welcome to the family. Uh, no, you're a big. Mr. Wyndham has been the uh, host of Coach Talk to when we travel all over the world because he owns the Wyndham franchise, as everybody knows. So, uh, you know. We appreciate having a rich guy in here with us, right, Travis? Uh, Doug L. is looking for a W today. And one of these days, he's going to check in here, and it's going to say Doug W. That's what I'm predicting. So we'll see how that goes. Now we're build, building some momentum. People are shifting in here. Not sure what took everybody so long. It's it's not that early, for crying out loud. It's 121 here on the West Coast. 421 on the East Coast, and 321 in the Central time zone. I've had to get very familiar now that I'm out on the West Coast of all these new times, and it is confusing. But uh, we should have everybody awake and up, 
and ready. Uh, big Super Bowl parties tomorrow. Bunch of money to be made in NBA DFS today and tomorrow. I'm telling you, today you're going to get fish money from Super Bowl, the people that load it up to play DFS. And then tomorrow, even though it's only a two-gamer, we're going to provide lineups early afternoon. Uh, it'll be morning for me on the West Coast. But, uh, again, there's going to be some free money to be had there. Speaking of free money, uh, why don't we give away one of our two tickets right now? Make early bird get the worm here because we have a decent amount in here. If I call your name, as always, go to Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. Tweet, at, tweet me, DM me your PayPal email, and I will get that ticket out to you so you have something for uh, today. All right, the winner of the first ticket today goes to Blank Man. So Blank Man, first time in in months, bang, right out of the chute, winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. He is going not going to have a blank slate today. The Blank Man is going to have a live ticket. So shoot me that info. We'll get it right to you. And we will certainly do a second one. And if we keep growing like this, maybe we'll add some tickets to the mix. All right. How about since we're three down, we'll do one more game, the 730 game, and then we'll be halfway through. We'll look at ownership. I delayed a little bit because I wanted to get some uh, updated ownership to give you an idea. It's funny, though. You would think they watched our podcast yesterday and all the value you know, people we talked about yesterday are now chalk today. It's, it's pretty funny. So uh, we will get back to some of those. Some of those we will be passing on just because they're too highly owned. And we're going to want some di differentiation there uh, when we're building out these cash lineups and especially the GPP lineups. All right. Here we go. Uh, the next game on the board, the halfway point. It's the San Antonio Spurs, 14 and 42, at the Atlanta Hawks, 28 and 28. Uh, we have uh, a questionable tag, and it's an important one, on Jeremy Sokan. So we need to know that information. Out is Kemp Birch, Romeo Langford, Doug McDermott, and Devin Vassell. For Atlanta, a questionable tag on Aaron Holiday. That's an interesting uh, one to throw out there. And uh, Sadiq Bey is not going to play. There, There's a big problem with that four-way trade because Gary Payton III failed his physical and it's affecting this four-team trade. I don't think they're going to null and void the whole thing, but they're going to have to rework it and, you know, get these guys around. But until it's okayed by the, the league office, uh, those guys like Sadiq Bey are in holding patterns, so they are not going to see the court unless something dramatically changes, which I doubt, uh, before tip today. So don't expect those guys to roll. As far as the line in this game, this is the problem. Atlanta's favored by a massive 13, which is big. 240 is the total, though. So do you let the blowout scare you, or do you go with the, the biggest number on the board? Because 240 is uh, the slam dunk winner. There's a 236.5 here later and a 236, so two that are fairly close. But, you know, if you feel like risking it here, this is, this is going to be probably a pretty pivotal spot. 
Uh, Pop on the road, second night of a back-to-back, bunch of new players. Good luck. You talk about a stomach ache, that will give you a big-time stomach ache trying to figure Pop out. And they don't want to win any games because they're in the Wembenyama sweepstakes. They think they're going to get their next David Robinson or Tim Duncan, which I think Wembenyama is going to be as good as those guys. I know that's nuts, but I really do. All right. Uh, Spurs on the second night of a back-to-back. They're 7th in pace, Atlanta's 10th. So that's why you've got a 240 number, and that's very understandable. To back that up, defensively, we know Spurs worst in the league, 30th, and Atlanta 20th. Man, I know everybody's diving to Trey Young, but I just have such a difficult time when Trey Young and DeJounte Murray both play. And then you have Hunter Collins Capella. They've got their regular rotation. And uh, it's just Young and Murray are expensive. But Young is getting a lot of ownership. I get it. Uh, It makes sense. Um, On the San Antonio side, everybody's going ape, you know what, for Zach Collins now. And I understand it. He's horribly underpriced. But I'll I'll warn you of two things. Not that I'm, I'm saying totally fade Zach Collins. But there are two things that worry me. One, everything I just said about Pop and the second night of a back-to-backs, number one. Secondly, Zach Collins has a tendency to get in foul trouble, and especially when he's a little tired. He's very reachy for a center, which is not a good thing. And with Capella, Collins, and Okongwu, and if the game starts to blow out, I just my fear is, uh, you know, how firm are those minutes going to be? And he's grossly overowned. So that's the decision you have to make. If you want to eat chalk here, yes, he's tremendously underpriced. He could play 30 some minutes. All of those things are possible, but it's also possible that it could be a blowout. And it's possible that he could get in foul trouble or not get those extended minutes in that situation. Um, as far as you know, this being a 240-point game, where do you want exposure? Sort of like Trey Jones a little bit. Trey, T-R-E, uh, I think that he's fairly dangerous in this spot. Keldon Johnson, you know, when you pick spots with him, he can do very well. I think he's worth a look. And then the big thing is if Sokan's in or not. If he's, if he's in, then, and I'm, you know, with no limits – He didn't play yesterday, so he may be a guy that that gets some really solid run. So that could be a spot you want to possibly look at or possibly, uh, you know, a pivot to. Uh, And then, you know, again, you got to make that decision on Zach Collins. If if Sokan sits, it brings Kata Bates' job back into the mix as a possibility. On the Atlanta side, again, they're going against the worst defense. It's a great pace. You know, I, I'm personally not going to go to the Trey Young or DeJounte Murray direction. Just scares me a bit. And I don't like the rotation of the bings. Collins, Capella, and Okongwu, and Hunter is just, you know, so violently inconsistent is the best way to put it. So my contrarian stance today is going to be very, very unusual. I'm not going to play any Atlanta Hawks. Um, I, I just don't see the value with everything else considered on the slate, uh, I just don't want to spend up in those spots. and I just don't think you get the punch with all of the usage splits that they have. So 
you'll see almost every lineup you're going against is going to have at least one, maybe two Atlanta Hawks, but not mine. So got to take some stances somewhere. I know a lot of the people out there will be touting, you know, load up on the Hawks. You know, I get it. But I think for dollar, for minutes played and usage in each spot, I think there's a better path to success uh, than just Atlanta. All right, four down, four to go. I'm going to update the ownership, and we're going to take a good look at the ownership. If you have any questions, make sure you uh, get those into Discord. I will answer those as we go. Um, I do want to say this, though. I forgot to mention it earlier. These were the people that were in uh, underdog was highlighting as you know, decisions have to be made here. Joel Embiid, questionable. Jamal Murray, questionable. Aaron Gordon, questionable. Luke is in. Anthony Davis, I think, is in. Looks like he's going to be in, probable. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, questionable. DeMar DeRozan should play. Tyler Hero should play. And we just mentioned Jeremy Sokan uh, is questionable. Um, quick look at StreamYard. Let's see. Oh, what else do we have? We have other people come in here. We do. We have some other folks that have joined. A lot of good chatter in here. Tonight may be a Roby night. I don't think so, man. I do not trust that, dude. Um, Trey Jones is a game time decision. Um, let me double check here and see if that's what I've got. Because that's interesting. I thought he was a decent play. So let's take a look at that. Are we talking Trey Jones from San Antonio, king of all trades? Um, and you want to double check that. What is your Collins pivot? Uh, it's, it's Mark Williams. Mark Williams is my Collins pivot. Um, Zach Collins is uh, still playable, but again, Chalk City. All right, uh, Adam Hurley, how are you, my friend? Great to have you in here with us. Um, Spurs should have changed their team by trading Keldon Johnson. You know, I, I guess they want to build around him and Vassell, but I don't know what the heck they're doing, to be honest with you. Hey, Todd lives for Saturdays. And you know what? Todd also lives for the Super Bowl, and that's tomorrow on a Sunday. So I think Todd's going to clean up this weekend. Today and tomorrow, Todd going to be that guy just pulling in all the cash on the table. That's my prediction. All right, um, here we go. Ownership. Right now um, on DraftKings, the projected owner ownership, we've got the, the three guys on the list of the three guys Deb and I had as our value plays yesterday, and they were not one, two, three, but they are today. Mark Williams, 3,500. Zach Collins, 4,100. Again, you know, you can go with both and save a ton of cash, get big minutes from both of them. I'm probably going to stick with Williams and not Collins just for my own differentiation, save the 600 bucks, and I like Williams better anyway. Collins Sexton is a key value play for me. He was number one. He was on, on my core five on DraftKings. He's in my FanDuel, Yahoo, Underdog, had Sexton everywhere, and he stepped up. He is 50% projected ownership on DraftKings, but I just don't think you can get away with it. His price should have moved up 
from that 4,000, and it did not. Here's the, the one, again, everybody's flying to, Trey Young, 9,500, 33% initially. So it could be a gut punch for me if he goes off, but 9,500 with everybody else playing for Atlanta, I know it's against the sucky Spurs, but dang, I just don't know with that kind of uh, chalk. The Joker at 30%, again, you know, I like him a lot. It's in between. I want to see the Murray and Gordon news before I make the decision to pay 11-6 for the Joker. He's in a tremendous smash spot if the game stays close enough. Um, we're going to be monitoring that closely. Bradley Beal next, 7,400. He has not been right since last year. I'm not playing him. Andrew Wiggins, 6,300 pass. Terrence Davis, the flavor of the day since Monk got hurt in yesterday's game. Uh, Terrence Davis has hurt the Mavs in the past. He's a nice player. He's 3,300. 19% is a lot, though. I mean, when he's approaching 20%, I mean, I'm tempted as a value guy, but I don't think I need him today. Remember, Dallas plays at the slowest, second slowest pace in the league. How many minutes are Davis going to get? 20, 25? You know, at 3,300 might be a great play. Uh, also could sink the ship. So that's that's a really hard call. I think he's a, a nice player in tournaments, GPP-wise. little risky for me in cash. Jordan Poole seems like a slam dunk, easy play. He's only 7,500, 18.5%. I mean, he's taken Curry's spot. Like, you know, like nothing. And I think that uh, at 7,500, uh, I think he's very reasonable. Chris Stapps, Porzingis, 9,700. Keldon Johnson, 6,800. Cheap. THT, 3,300. No, thank you. Denny Avdia, 5,900 is a little pricey, but I really like the way he's playing. Benedict Matherin's only 4,600. Minutes are a little fluctuating, but he definitely has the potential. One of my core plays, I think you just plug and play. I said don't overthink it. I mean it here. Anthony Davis, 10-5. He's in the top 20. I think he should be higher than that. I think he'll go up as the day goes on and people readjust uh, their lineups. With LeBron out, you play Davis. That just seems to be easy. The rest of the Lakers, a bunch of new guys mixing in. They're going to really count heavily on Anthony Davis, and it's against Golden State. So uh, I think he's just a no-brainer play for me. Uh, Kelly Olenek, Jared Van Vanderbilt, DeAndre Hunter, Jimmy Butler, and Jalen Brunson uh, are the other DraftKings top guys. On FanDuel, Mark Williams, Zach Collins, Benedict Matherin, third. Wow, 40% on FanDuel projected. That is aggressive. Jalen Brunson, Lori Markman, DeLon Wright expected to get uh, minutes today, 4,500, a uh, little risky for me. Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, only 5,500, but uh, definitely a big difference as compared to DraftKings where Colin Sexton is 4,000. So do you want to pay? What he should be on DraftKings is 5,500, but he's 4,000. So Sexton will be a, a DraftKings play, but not a FanDuel play more than likely. I don't think he's the worst play on FanDuel either. Trey Young, Kristaps Porzingis, Kelly Olenek, Anthony Davis, Andrew Wiggins, Terry Rozier, 
DeJounte Murray, Bradley Beal, Denny Avdia. People trying to get Atlanta people in there against San Antonio. I get it. On um, Yahoo, Zach Collins, 10 bucks. Mark Williams, 10 bucks. Come on, Yahoo, man. What are you doing? Adjust these prices. I mean, you can't pass those guys up. I have Collins and Williams on my initial build on Yahoo. I mean, they're 10 bucks men and they're starting centers playing big minutes. So, not sure why Yahoo's so late to the party, but they need to get it going. Trey Young, Kristaps Porzingis, Anthony Davis, LaMelo Ball, nice play today. Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Olynyk, Colin Sexton, Bradley Beal, Jalen Brunson, Brunson, Denny Obdia, DeAndre Hunter, Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler, and Gabe Vincent, who's also 10 bucks and tempting if he is going to start at point for Miami. All right, that is the ownership update. Uh, let's see. Back when Pop had Duncan and the veterans, he would give the older players games off to give them rest. Now our coaches give players days off mostly for nothing. Yes, that is the big difference in the league now. Uh, some of the reason why LeBron James' record will never be broken, definitely in our lifetime, unless something weird happens, but nobody's going to play that many games, that many minutes for 20 years and not take games off. I mean, it's just, you know, really LeBron's probably the dying breed of that uh, type of situation. So that's why I don't think anybody's ever going to approach that. I mean, nobody plays all 82 games anymore, and it was a, a badge of courage not that many years ago to be an Ironman and stay in there and play. But that's just not, you know, the investment for these owners. They feel like, you know, if they're going to spend $200 million on somebody, uh, they're going to sit them and rest them and make sure that they get a long-term uh, time frame out of their investment. So, hey, it's not my $200 million. I guess sit them if you want. I hate it. I think you get in there and play unless you're hurt. Uh, but that's just not the way it is right now. Who are you looking at for power forward? Um, King of all trades likes Porzingis. I think Porzingis is a decent play today. AD is my number one play at power forward where he qualifies for power forward. Um, and I like him at center where he doesn't. Uh, Monte Morris is back, so I don't know about DeLon Wright. Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch. I hope people play DeLon, DeLon Wright and Monte Morris and even Bradley Bill. I know that's scary because Beal could explode, but I just don't want those guys. Not not interested at all uh, in that backcourt. But uh, I'll go over a few other power forwards as we're going. But to make that very simple, Anthony Davis, you know, where you can grab him on FanDuel fan at power forward, plug and play uh, without question. Other power forwards, I'll give you a couple of names. Chris Stapp's dangerous for sure. Uh, Bancaro, because nobody's going to play him today at all. I think you can uh, you can go there, you know, based on whether SoCan plays or not. If you're looking for something super cheap, you can go down to a, uh, Keegan Murray, Kelly Olynyk, Kata Bates, Job. There's a lot of uh, bargain basement guys uh, as well. So we'll go over some some more of those uh, as we get down the road. Um, CMO614, man, where have you been? Nice to see you. It's been a while. Come back and join us a lot more. We miss you having you in here. You always give some great insight and information. Um, all right, let's go back to uh, the 
games and we've got we're going to move to the 7:30 game the utah jazz 20 and 29 against the new york knicks 30 and 27 we've got the knicks favored by six and it's a 230 total not bad injuries clarkson questionable i'm really hoping he sits so sexton is a tremendous smash play again i'm probably going to play sexton regardless but I like him a lot better if Clarkson uh, sits. Now, I do want Clarkson to play as far as my other guard that I like in this game, and that's Jalen Brunson. I think Brunson is priced right. I think this is a smash spot for him. I really, really like him today against that Sexton, Clarkson, and whoever else the backcourt is there. That is a bad defensive backcourt. And this is the kind of game Brunson really steps up. He's great on back-to-backs. It's the second night of a back-to-back. He always played well in those second games of a back-to-back when he was with the Mavs, and I expect him to do the same with the Knicks. And we know Thibodeau doesn't, isn't afraid to play his guys' big minutes in back-to-back games. So Brunson, one of my, my favorite plays today, and he's not even a huge payup. He's more of a little higher than mid-level, but he's in a, a good price range. So he and Sexton battling in this game, I think, makes perfect sense. If you want to go, you know, to Markinen, that's a spend-up. I think he's a decent play for sure. Uh, Kessler, also a decent play now that he's been given the center spot. Uh, I think you could count on him to, uh, to get you to the number, but he's just not as cheap as he was before. Other than that, that is it uh, for me in that game. I will say, uh, you know, both teams on a second night of a back-to-back gives you a a little wariness, but I'm still going to have a little exposure there. Uh, As far as pace, Utah's 12th, the Knicks are 27th. Defensive efficiency, Utah bad, 26th. Knicks are down to 13, so they're out of the top 10. Uh, So, you know, this game could have a little bit more DFS value uh, than you would expect. All right, we have an 8 o'clock game, the only one on the schedule. It's the Chicago Bulls at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Chicago comes in 26 and 29. Cleveland, pretty solid, 36 and 22. Looks like uh, DeRozan and Patrick Williams will play. They are probable. I've seen that looks as though they're both in. uh, And uh, Caruso as well. So with Desunmu, Levine, DeRozan, Williams, Voop, Caruso, that whole group back, only Lonzo Ball and Javante Green have been out pretty much all year. So they've got the the teeth of that rotation in here, uh, and they're pretty much all playing. Same thing for Cleveland. Only Dylan Windler is questionable. Everybody else is a go. So Garland, Mitchell, Acora, Mobley, Allen. Then with all those guys off the bench, Rubio, on down the road. Uh, as far as uh, second night of a back-to-back for Cleveland, that is certainly something to keep an eye on. Mitchell's been injured on and off, so that's you know uh, definitely a little bit of a red flag there. As far as pace, not good. Chicago's 16th. Cleveland's the slowest team in the league. And you have two top 10 defensive teams here. Chicago's 10th, Cleveland first. So, combination of situations here. Uh, Second night of a back-to-back for Cleveland. Slow teams, really good defensive teams. Teams with their full rosters back creates a situation. Plug-and-play 
pass for me. Not taking anybody in this game. I'm going to have zero exposure to this game. Going to pretend like it doesn't exist. It's a seven-game slate for me. And hopefully everybody just evens themselves out. We get a little from Zach, a little from DeMar, Donovan, Garland, Mobley, Allen split up. They play bench a little bit more, and anybody that plays this game uh, is disappointed. That's what I am hoping for. Not to, I don't want anybody's feelings hurt, but if you play somebody from this game, I think you may have them hurt a little bit. All right, we go to the 830 game. Two games left. Quick check, and let's see here. Uh, when you read the chats, you'll see we have the same thoughts on that Jazz versus Knicks game. How about that? Jazz court is mediocre as best. I'm with you, man. I like that we're on the same page there. That uh, really helps. Knicks love OT in close games. That's true. Uh, I'm with you, King of Ball Trades. No doubt about it. Any questions, put them in there. Also be giving away another, at least another ticket. Oh, we're almost to the point. Where we're going to add another ticket. We need 10 more folks in here, and we'll get one more ticket in there. Oh, now 11. Who left? How dare you? I bet you that was Crash. He's mad because LeBron's not playing tonight, and he doesn't want to pay any attention to what's going on. Mitchell smashed with 95 FanDuel points last time, but Garland was out. Yes. Yes, that is true. So... If you want to play Mitchell on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, when Garland is now playing and playing well, and you see that number and go, go for it. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I think the fact that Garland didn't play that last game, Mitchell was on a hot streak. I just think it's an auto fade for me. I really do. What's the best value plays on Yahoo? I mentioned the two guys. I mean, you got, I'm going to have them in every lineup that I put in there on Yahoo. It's $10. Um, you know, there's two $10 guys that you have to consider here on Yahoo. It's very simple. And they're both centers. So it does create an issue because Anthony Davis and Sabonis are two strong plays for me. But Mark Williams is 10 bucks. And of course, Zach Collins is 10 bucks. So you have two $10 guys and then Sexton at 14. So those are the three guys that, man, I just, it's very, very hard to get away from those three guys because they're just so cheap. And, you know, the mistake has been made there. So, you know, I'm probably going to have a lot of exposure to Anthony Davis and Sabonis on DraftKings and FanDuel, but not on Yahoo, maybe one of the two. But I just, you know, if you put Mark Williams and Zach Collins and they both play mid-30s minutes and they're both 10 bucks, and then you pair them with Colin Sexton at $14, you can fill out the rest of the roster with anybody you want is basically the way it comes out. So that's, that's one way to look at it for sure. All right, the Los Angeles Lakers Golden State Warriors. Lakers are 25 and 31, so they cannot afford to lose any more games. They have a retooled lineup, no LeBron yet. But, uh, you know, it definitely is a, a game-winning type situation. But they're underdogs against a 28-27 and 27 Golden State team who's also fighting to make the playoffs. Uh, Anthony Davis probably, I mean, he's going to play. Uh, 
Uh, Devon Reed questionable. Mo Bamba and LeBron James are out for the Lakers. Weird to say Mo Bamba with the Lakers. No Curry, Iguodala, or Peyton, uh, considering Peyton uh, failed his physical. Uh, those guys are out. So Golden State, five-and-a-half-point favorite. Certainly would have been a little bit less with LeBron playing. Nice, healthy 236 total. So we have a 240, like I said, a 236.5, another 236 uh, being this one. So this game certainly has to be talked about. We've got the Lakers, the third fastest paced team in the league, and Golden State first. So that tells you what you need to know there. It almost makes the 236 total seem a little low. But considering there's no LeBron and Curry, you know, these teams got to the third and fast first uh, pace with those guys playing, but uh, I still think they're, you know, this is just such a prime game for, for some serious DFS points. When you consider defensively, they're 22nd and 16th respectively. So it should be pretty close. You've got both teams on an island game. That's, you don't see that in any other game today. There's eight games and the other seven games, somebody's, or both teams or one team are on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Nobody plays tonight that plays tomorrow. There's only four teams playing tomorrow. But you have to give a little extra check mark to this game that they're rested and, you know, that they're ready to go uh, with, with these players. So I'm going to say this is a key game. And Anthony Davis is going to be my top payout player on the entire slate. No question about it. Um, again, if, if Davis, I'm going to try to get Davis in there, uh, in all my builds. Now where it may get difficult is if we do get that situation in Denver, where it happens to be Murray and Gordon out, then I'm going to have to get a little, uh, shake it up a little bit. Cause I'm going to want some Joker, uh, in there for sure. So, uh, Davis, a mainstay and a good majority of my lineups. Do you go to anybody after that on L.A.? I think you can. I think it's a little risky, though. That's my only concern there is, you know, do you really trust, trust this rotation when we really don't know what the rotation is yet? The guys you have to choose from, and I'll give you an idea here, because it's such a great game set that we may want to find a secondary guy. You've got D'Angelo Russell at 7-3, Austin Reeves at 3-7, Troy Brown at 3-6, Rui Hashimura 5-1, Dennis Schroeder 5-6, Malik Beasley 4-4, Jared Vanderbilt flat 4, Lonnie Walker 3-5, Max Christie 3. So there's a lot of guys there. How is that all going to pan out? Who's going to get the big minutes? You know, I think D'Angelo Russell may want to, you know, really impress uh, coming back to L.A., so he's my secondary guy. It's just 7-3 isn't exactly, uh, you know, I'm not doing backflips over it, but I do think he would be my secondary choice here. There's a lot of risk with some of these other guys. I think Rui at 5-1 is okay. Uh, I just don't know about his ceiling. So if I get frosty and have the money, I'll try to go Davis and Russell in this game. On the other side, Jordan Poole is my plug-and-play mid-sevens guy, though. He's 7'5". I love him in this matchup. I like him a lot better than Clay, 
plays 8K, so it saves you a little bit there. Um, and really, that's the only spot I'm going to go to with the Warriors. Um, not, you know, Draymond Green, an outside chance at 6-5. After that, really don't want to go anywhere else. Clay's a little too expensive. Wiggins is going to get a lot of ownership because he's only 6-3. And again, you know, not a bad spot. But for me, it's probably going to be Russell Davis Poole being the main guys here with a slight look to Hashimura and Draymond Green. So I will have exposure to this game. It's probably going to be uh, one of the key games on the slate for me without question. All right, before we get to the game that matters, the Dallas-Sacramento game, let's take one last look. Did we get to our point that we needed to to give away some extra tickets? No, we have not. We have actually lost two people. I am so sad. We always grow people. What is going on? We need some folks, more folks in here. All right, so Bruce Brown, if Murray is out, according to King of All Trades, that is a great call there because he will play that pseudo point guard uh, for Denver. Um, trade, I'm trying to figure out this whole trade. Uh, Trey Jones in. Okay, we're talking about the San Antonio Trey Jones. Are we still on that? I have never figured that out. I believe that that's who we're talking about, Doug L. and company. Let me know if that's who we're looking at. Per uh, pool is my king of all trades. We are on the same. We're either taking stuff down together or we're not because we're on exactly the same wavelength today. Uh, thanks for the show, Coach. Good luck, everyone. Todd, are you leaving me already? Don't leave, man. Stick with us. We're already down a few folks. I can't afford losing you guys. Oh, we're up two more. So let's go. Rally the troops. Wake the kids. Call the dogs. Phone your friends. Let's get a few more folks in here before we shut it down. My goal was one hour. We're going to make it because we have six minutes to go. One team left, and then we're going to move on down the road and get this ready. Mark D is still here. All right, Mark D. You're now, because you made a comment in here, you'll be in that uh, picks for winning that second ticket. Great to see you in here, my friend. E-B-G-S, Bruce. Uh, yes, Bruce is dangerous. No doubt about it. Only if Jamal sits, though. Bruce Brown. All right. Here we go. Last game on the docket. Put any questions in there. I'll get them at as we finish. Of course, we've got the first Kyrie-Luka game. So excited. I cannot believe it. I am going ballistic about it. Uh, Dallas is 31 and 26. Somehow have won three games in a row without Luca. No idea how. In fact, the first one of those three was without Kyrie as well. So congratulations to, to the rest of the squad here. Um, a phenomenal little run, and maybe this means something going forward. Kings are dangerous, though. 31 and 24. So they have a better record than Dallas. And uh, playing at home, and Dallas is on a long road trip, even though they get a fresh Luka back, hopefully the ankle's good. Uh, this should be a fun game, though, no doubt about it. Luka's probable. He's, he's in. Bertans and Kleba remain out. Uh, Malik Monk, questionable. He, I can't imagine he's going to play. When he twisted his knee and ankle last night, it ugh, made me sick to my stomach. Casey Akpala also out. Dallas is a favorite here by one and a half. 
So thank you, Vegas. The respect is already in. That is uh, bulletin board info for Sacramento, the fact that they're going to be dogs at home here and a better record. So they're going to be pissed. So I'm not thrilled about that. It is that nice 236 total. So what are we going to do here? We talked about this a little bit at the trade deadline. You know, uh, my problem is very simple here. Luca's price is priced as though Kyrie Irving's not on the team. He's 12-2. So I just, with Kyrie taking some of that usage uh, from Luca, I don't. I will never say Luca's a bad play unless he's hurt or I really think it's it's a game that's not going to you know be close or whatever. Should be a very competitive, close game. But there are two things going against him. One, he's been out and his ankle isn't 100%. So are they going to push him to play 38, 42 minutes like he was playing? I doubt it. He'll make 32, 35 at the most, which is plenty for him to smash the slate. But you still may lose one shift or a couple of minutes. And when you're paying 12-2 for somebody, that's difficult. Second is the fact that Kyrie's there now. And you've got this renewed confidence with some of these other guys like the Josh Greens and everybody that now feel, you know, that they can contribute. So I'm going to have zero Luca and zero Kyrie. So nobody could ever say that I'm a homer or I'm going for my for my boys because I'm going to be rooting for the, the Mavericks. And it's going to be painful because if I'm in a race to take down some of these con contests, and somebody else has Luke or Kyrie, and I have to go against them, I'm going to be sick to my stomach rooting for them and against them at the same time. But you know what? That's how DFS is, and you cannot let that sway you. So just because it's your favorite team for any rookies out there, just because it's the late game, just because it's a feature or TV game, don't ever let that sway you even 1%, because nobody wants to punch the Luka and Kyrie button more than me tonight but I just don't think either one of them is a good play. 12-2 Luka, 10-4 Kyrie, it makes no sense to me. You've got a, a really decent defensive team in Sacramento um, at, it, recently. They're 23rd overall, which is pretty bad, and Dallas is 21st. But Sacramento's playing better. They didn't make a ton of moves at the trade deadline. They're solidifying some of that young squad and, and getting them together. So little bit afraid here, and, and we know the pace for Dallas is second slowest in the league. So that doesn't really put a giant circle around this game either. I do like, as my second pay-up play on this card, is Demonis Sabonis. I still stand by what I said. I think the Dallas interior defense is really, really bad. I think it's even worse with Luka. Because, I mean, you're just the, the speed of play, the clogging inside, um, you know, it just doesn't happen in transition when you have Luka in there with a center like a Dwight Powell or if they go real small. I mean, it just, it's, Sabonis could have just an absolute smash game. I think he's a 60-burger today plus. Uh, I like him as as much as or more than Anthony Davis, Sabonis, Davis, uh, and are my top two plays on the slate. So this game is going to be pretty simple for me. Uh, even though there's a lot of possibilities in this game, um, 
I'm going to have my money on Sabonis, and I am not going to be paying up for either of the Dallas uh, players, uh, Luca or Kyrie. I'm also not going to go for any of the value uh, Mavs um, unless there it's a last man in type of situation, just because with Luca and Kyrie, there's so much uh, usage between those two guys that it's going to be really tough for anybody else to get there. Hey, our group has grown again. So thank you, everybody. Really appreciate everybody tuning in today. You know, when you start getting around, you know, 50 concurrent viewers, uh, that really does mean a lot. So to remind you real quickly, at this moment, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't. If you're watching live on Twitter, like and retweet. We'd really appreciate that. That means a lot to us. So let's review a couple of things here and, and give a chance for any final questions. First of all, Tim F., I think you're brand new. Slate's going to be weird till All-Star break, so it's expecting these type of slates. You know what, Tim F., you're new to us. That's what we thrive on, my friend. We have won the most money here at Coach Talk in the last seven years when things are most volatile. The beginning of the season, even preseason, we love stuff, weird stuff like the Olympics, the Summer League, certainly the All-Star break, trade deadline, right before the end of the season. Those times are when everything is, is fluctuating all over the place. Nobody knows what to do. The optimizers really don't work like they should because they're not taking like the Colin Sexton things into, you know, it's just all over the board. So what we feel, what, because we hand build and we break through every single lineup and look at the matchups, the coaches, uh, the way he gets with his team, the way he runs his team, the speed that they run the game, the rotations that they use. You know, we look at all of those things, hand build a couple of lineups. That's what we provide to all of our members in Discord, uh, 15, 20 minutes at least before lock. You're going to get a full lineup on FanDuel and Yahoo and a five-man core build on DraftKings because we follow all of the rules. We only need a few more people to get to an extra ticket. So we have one more ticket to give away. It could be two. If we get a few more ticks of people in here, uh, we will do that as well. Um, but welcome to the family, Tim F. Uh, we'd love to have you with us every day. Uh, and, you know, we'd love to have you try us out at Coach Talk. It's $3 for three days if you go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com. All right. My payups, as you know, I really like Sabonis. I really like Anthony Davis. I like the Joker, but it depends on who's in and out for, for Denver. I think Brunson uh, is a fine play. In the mid-level pricing, I think uh, – Without without a doubt, uh, I think you can go to um, Jordan Poole and D'Angelo Russell. I like both of those guys as well. Um, for the the uh, value guys, Mark Williams, Zach Collins, maybe, but it just looks like he's going to be the odd man out for me today. Um, I gave you Jalen Duran yesterday, 60-burger, and I gave you uh, – Mark Williams and uh, and also SGA. Those were our top plays yesterday, and they really did uh, a nice job. Also, Colin Sexton, too cheap. Just plug and play free square to me. Um, 
After that, a couple other guys that we touched on that you can start building around. I'm passing the Chicago-Cleveland game. That's one big stance that I'm taking. I think, you know, if center wasn't so jammed, I think Kessler would be a decent play. Markkinen, if you have the dollars. Um, for Atlanta, that's, again, that's my contrarian piece of the day. Uh, everybody wants to force in a Trey Young or DeJounte Murray. I just think they're a little too expensive, even though they're going against a, a trash Spurs team. Um, and I just don't like the other rotation. So I don't blame you for having some exposure to Atlanta. It's going to be a differentiator for me, and I'm going to use those dollars elsewhere. For the Spurs, though, Trey Jones, Keldon Johnson, Zach Collins, all in play for me, especially if SoCan sits. Another value play if he does is Kata Bates' job. And in that first game, again, like I said, I would love to spend up for ball. I don't know if I'm going to have the money to do it, but uh, I also like Mark Williams in that game a lot. And depending on who's in and who's out, maybe Jamal Murray if he does play, KCP for super value, and the Joker if the other guys sit. All right, that is everything, my friends. Um how do you feel about Capella tonight? I, I just, you know, again, everybody's trying to force an Atlanta guy because they're playing against San Antonio. I just, there's so many good centers, Aaron, that I just am not going to go there. I mean, there's value centers and the Collins and Williams, and there's the payups with Joker and Sabonis. I just don't see any reason to force in a Capella just because they're playing the Spurs. I know everybody wants to, but Capella, Collins, and a Kongu just, Russian roulette, man, they can sink your entire lineup. That's the, the, the concern I have. And then paying so high up for Murray and uh, Trey, I mean, they can both make their number, but, you know, you've got to have some courage to play both. And then you, if not, you got to pick your poison one or the other is really what it comes down to. So it makes it very difficult. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to go there anyway. So, uh, great to have you in here, by the way, Aaron. We have not seen you in a while either. I love the fact that on the weekends we get some new bodies in here that have been around in the past. I mean, we're we're on our third anniversary here. We've Coach Talk has been around three years, believe it or not, and we've had a lot of the same folks jumping in and out uh, of these podcasts. And we, we can't tell you how much we appreciate all of you. We really appreciate the thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. That means a lot to us. All right. Uh, we're going to give away another ticket. So if you haven't commented in chat, that's the randomizer chooses from all the comments on chat. You don't get like extra tickets for commenting a bunch. Once you're in there, it takes everybody and randomizes equally. Uh, but uh, we will definitely, we would definitely love to uh, have you jump in here. See if anybody at the last minute, uh, I think everybody's in there. Happy anniversary, Coach. Well, we're close. We're not quite to the three-year anniversary. We'll announce that coming up. Uh, that is coming up here very soon. Um, Jagakushti, I disagree with you, my friend. I think it's a kick-ass slate. I love this slate. I think this is a takedown slate. It's going to be a four-and-a-half or five-crown slate for me because I think you've got Two or three plug-and-plays, in my opinion, in the Davises and guys like that. <clears throat> and you have two or three plug-and-plays in the value world with the Mark Williams and Sexton's, Collins, depending on which way you want to go there. So um, I love this slate. We're going to crush it here at Coach Talk, and we'd love to have you be a part of it uh, to, as well. So, uh, uh-oh, 
Lanuka says Sabonis is now questionable. What do you think? Well, what I think is goodbye bye, Mr. Sabonis. You a downgrade to questionable during uh, the day means out. So Sabonis has now been erased from my life. And I am going to turn that attention back to the Joker. Now I can build a Joker AD lineup. Wouldn't that be fun? At least we can do that on FanDuel and we can do that on Yahoo. So that's going to be a little bit more of the pay-up areas uh, that I'm going to go uh, with the two bigs there. But uh, not going to place a bonus under those circumstances. Thank you very much, Lanuka, for pointing that out. Um, Double D, how are you, David DeLuca? I didn't see in here yet till Dulac. I said DeLuca. <laughs> that's funny. I'll call you David DeLuca now just because you're a nice, nice guy. And it will make you one of the Italians, DeLuca. All right. Any other questions, my friends? If not, we're going to get down the road, start working on these lineups. Again, no podcast for NBA tomorrow. If you haven't checked out the NFL podcast that posted this morning from Crash and Steven, please check that out. It was a great NBA podcast. Uh, they did a terrific job. Um, and you want to check that out for the Super Bowl tomorrow. We will be putting up lineups early afternoon on the East Coast for those two early games on Sunday. The winner of the second ticket is Mark D. Mark D, what's up, my friend? Um, I believe Mark D, if I remember right, is another Mavericks guy. I love the fact that we got a Mavericks guy in here with me, fired up. So, Mark, you've won a ticket as well. So our two winners, we didn't quite make it to get the extra ticket in there today. And since David Dulac was late, we're not going to add any tickets. <laughs> Just buzzing, bugging you, David. You know I love you. Um, Michael, how are you, my friend? You just missed getting in the drawing. I feel bad now. We could have given another ticket away. So congratulations to the win the two winners. Uh, jump on at DFS Coach Talk. Jump on there. Uh, send me your PayPal email. We'll get that to you. As Charlie said here on the way out, thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, and certainly just crush it. Have a fantastic weekend. Crush the NBA tonight. Let's grab, scoop up those fish tomorrow, that two-game NBA slate. And remember this, because this hits close to home for me, because we had a friend that uh, got in a car accident on Super Bowl Sunday because they were drunk driving. So I always want to mention it. If you're going to be at a Super Bowl party tomorrow, just Uber or get somebody to drive you. Don't get behind the wheel. The police force like triples up on Super Bowl Sunday like they do on New Year's Day to just try to get everybody. You don't need a, a Dewey and you don't need to be uh, in trouble. You don't need to take somebody's life. So um, you know, just wanted to mention that. I do every Super Bowl Sunday and we're not going to be on tomorrow. So please you know, party, have fun. I know I will be as well with the Super Bowl tomorrow. Enjoy it. My favorite, Riri, Rihanna at halftime. I love Rihanna. Um, enjoy all of that, but be safe and be healthy and have fun with it. Enjoy it. Appreciate all of you. Quick question, Coach. Just got in. Best cheap and pay up today. No problem, Michael. I am here to serve. My two top pay ups on the slate. I'm going to give a quick recap for anybody that's stuck in here after I gave away the last ticket. I may give away an extra ticket just for the 
to that group that stayed in here and stuck it out with me because loyalty means everything to the old coach here. And I appreciate all of you. We have a confirmed lineup for Brooklyn, but that's not on the slate. So who cares? But anyway, it's Dinwiddie, Cam Johnson, Mikel Bridges, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Nick Claxton. Four new guys and Nick Claxton. And old Cam Thomas hit the road, buddy. What the? The dude's averaging 40 a game, and he doesn't even, he isn't even going to start. What a, what a slap in the face to Cam Thomas. That's amazing to me. All right, interesting to see what Brooklyn's going to build there. God only knows. All right, lost my train of thought. I'm going to give an extra ticket away, so stay in there. Hang in there. I know we lost a few people, but I'm not messing. Michael's going to had asked for some info. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give away another ticket. So for those that want the review, I'm going to look real quickly here at the games. Payups. I, you know, I really think that Anthony Davis – and the Joker are terrific payups. I decent price wise. I think that you can't go wrong with Brunson today. I think he's a, a really strong play. I like the mid-level pricing on the two point guards that are playing each other, and D'Angelo Russell and Jordan Poole. I think you can get you can find a ton of value with guys like Rui Hashimura as a possibility. I think um, Walker Kessler, Colin Sexton for sure at that price. You can go back to Zach Collins. We love Mark Williams. Uh, very cheap there. Those guys, Trey Jones as well. <clears throat> my my stances that are going to differentiate me, <clears throat> excuse me, from everybody else, I'm not going to have any Atlanta guys. I'm not going to have any players from Chicago, Cleveland. So that will change things. Atlanta is going to be one of the most popular teams on the slate. So, Michael, I hope that answers your question. Uh, King of all trades wants to know a value point guard. You know, which site, I guess, is, is a big part of it, King of all trades? DraftKings, FanDuel, or Yahoo? Uh, answer me that, and I'll I'll give you my take. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take a quick gander there because – Obviously, you know, the point guards I mentioned, uh, like Sexton and Trey Jones, are pretty uh, val good values. You've also got, uh, let's see, a couple other, you know, I think D'Angelo Russell's and Jordan Poole's price is very fair. Trey Jones is only 5,600. If Jamal Murray sits, Bruce Brown at 5,100 could be a nice play. Uh, wouldn't touch the Washington guys, in my opinion, like, you know, Wright and Neto and Marcus Moore or uh, Mark, one of the more Monty Morris, any of those guys. Uh, really, I don't think you have to go a whole, a whole lot deeper than that. Uh, there's a, a lot of value that you don't have to to really suffer the consequences there. On FanDuel, uh, you know, I think – Let's see, is Colin is shooting guard only. So on point for point guards, uh value. I mean, it all depends on what you consider value. I think pool under 8k at 7,800 is a, a really fair price. Russell at 7,400, fair. Um Fultz 6,700, but against Miami is a little scary, but not a bad play. Trey Jones, like I said, at 5,900, I think is a really good play. 
Um, beyond that, the other guy you could gamble on, we didn't mention him at all, and I should have, Devontae Graham for San Antonio. Uh, we just, you know, I don't trust Pop. It scares the hell out of me. But Devontae Graham's only 4,500. If he's going to get big minutes, I mean, we know he's going to shoot up a storm. He did last night, and he did great. So that's somebody that you can keep an eye on. I don't want to scrunch down to the Dasun Moose or Kobe Whites. Don't think any of those guys are worth it at all. Uh, beyond that, it's just a bunch of guys that uh, you don't want to get to. So, you know, maybe play Brunson at 7,900 at point guard to take one of the spots and then one of those value guys that I just mentioned for the second spot. Christian Wood sleeper coach at for a 50 burger. I'm not going to touch that. Uh, main reason is um, the just the usage between the two guys in in Kyrie and Luca. Plus, Christian Wood just has not looked good the last few games. He came back from the injury. He like the one three pointer. There was nobody around him. He was it was two and a half feet short. Uh, it just he looks off. He. I don't know if he was expecting to be traded. Something's bizarre with him. So at the price he's at, he's a complete fade for me. It'd be great if he got a 50-burger for the Mavs, but I just don't think it's going to be there, so I'm not going to go there. Mo Wagner behind Carter Jr. You know, Mo's been terrific. He's playing great ball. I just don't – I don't think you really have to go to guys off the bench. I mean, what if he only gets 18 minutes? You're sunk. Members of the body, how you doing, man? Great to have you in here with us, by the way. Um, and so I get it, and he's playing well, but I like it when you know when I know one of the guys is out. If Carter's going to sit or one of the other bigs, then then I think uh, Mo's always a great go-to guy, but just a lot of risk there in, in my opinion. So, all right, we're going to roll the dice for one more ticket giveaway to the loyal faithful that stayed in here. The winner is – oh. The winner popped on to somebody that I didn't see, and I didn't welcome them, and I don't know who it is. It's Daniel Uher, U-H-E-R. Welcome to the Coach Talk family. I'm so sorry that I missed you in here, uh, but I see Daniel Uher. You got picked by the randomizer. You won a free ticket for a contest tonight. Uh, if Obviously new to uh, Coach Talk, so if you're still in here, please hit uh, go to at DFS Coach Talk on Twitter, DM me with your PayPal email, Daniel, and we'll send you that ticket for tonight's action. So congratulations to all three winners. Appreciate everybody that's stuck in here. Thanks, Todd, David, Travis, everybody that's been uh, in here all along. Beasley, dangerous, but I want to see a few games before I play him, Travis. Uh, but uh, somebody definitely to keep an eye on. I think he's very talented, without a doubt. All right, my friends, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy, uh, you know, the hoops today and tomorrow, and we'll certainly be back again on Monday when we look to crush it in DFS, NBA, and prize picks.